everyone would be like republic day hai dukan band hai i think <laughs> according to me the tractor stands in contrast to the tank yeah wonderful yes you know, i would love anyone who watches this video to comment on what they would want nisha to do in the next video like what they want nisha to talk about and if they want her to invite me so please do let me know hello everyone welcome to the podcast today we have with us nakshar sherpa she was a senior of mine in my you know uh, in my undergraduate and she is the best part that happened to me in bhu the best com- company i i got to have she believes in starting discourses that are not really brought up in our in uh, general society in mainstream society so uh, she she is interested in gender studies she talks about refugees and uh, minority minorities so welcome nangsel thank you so much nisha for first of all for all your lovely words and it's great to be a part of this whatever you are trying to create via bringing diverse voices and i hope all the best for the upcoming podcasts as well thank you <laughs> today we'll be talking about the republic day parade and the tractor rally we will be looking at it through the glasses of how the republic day parade represents nation state and how the tractor rally was an image of what we consider people nation the layout of the whole conversation will be starting from a personal uh, we'll talk about our Uh, memories of republic day and then we'll come to talk about this year's republic day and then we'll talk about the significance of various symbols that we got to see in the republic in the tractor rally basically why they wanted 26 january and why they wanted tractor and the, the flag okay so starting with your memories of republic day i think so i've never had like very striking memories i think so most of my memories now because i come from a hill station so my school so we didn't have school from december to february so oh. january 26 would be at home that is why there wasn't a very active memory but then i knew it was like a that was i think so one of the memories being connected was uh, most of the shops would be closed the national anthem and very patriotic songs being around and i think so flags being uh, the flag hoisting that would take place in the ground one of the grounds in my town i think so that was one of the most striking feature and that everyone would be like republic day hai dukan band hai i think so that is one of the things that i remember of republic day <laughs> but then if if you used to be in your houses right so uh, mm-hmm. uh so, so did you watch uh, the republic day parade going on on durdarshan na nah? i think so i watched like i used to watch but because again no it, it used to be winter <laughs> and then <that's> what <laughs> it, it, it used to be winters so yeah we used to watch it like our parents would say ki now matlab ujjav dekhte hain this is water republic and so many tableaus used to come and all you know the floats and all it used to be really brilliant and then the parade of the whole army and the whole the i think so the whole get up of the republic day used to be very very avant garde and very enchanting to the eye of a young child so i think so that was one of the memories like discipline that is discipline organized 
and on time, which was so contrary to what I normally normally see on a day to day basis, like how our country used to function. But that day, everyone was in discipline. Everything was tip top. Everything was perfect to the T. That is what I think I associated with Republic Day parade in general. Uh, for me, I belong to like my father is an army. Uh, he retired this year, but okay. then he is an army. So our idea of Republic Day and Independence Day and Army Day, all this is very ceremonial. I should say mm-hmm. because uh, we used to wake up early and then uh, many like delicacies <laughs> were cooked in our houses. And um, basically, I used to live in army areas. So everyone, like, if the, you knew that Republic Day is going to come, right? Like, now that I live in civil, you don't really see the enthusiasm and mm-hmm. everything that is related to Republic Day. But, um, and, and then I went to Army Public School, which was, again, the whole army thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we used to used to have parades in our, in our schools as well. So that is why most of the time I used to miss the Doordarshan parade, the Republic Day parade. We used to come home only when it was halfway, uh, half in the middle of it. So uh, we used to be in our schools. And uh, I remember it was in class 11th that I got the opportunity to, to, to anchor the parade that was uh, the, the school parade. And that was like the moment for me, <laughs> because when you when you hear the drum beats and everything, the, the energy, the, the yes, the, what you said about discipline, coordination, everything, and you see the chairman, the commandant coming in, and then people, it, it, the whole entourage, it was mm-hmm. it was spectacular, and to be a part of it and to give live commentary on it was something that. I used, uh, it was, I remember one month earlier, like one month prior to the Republic Day, used to have practice. The whole school <laughs> will be sitting in the ground because <laughs> our teachers will encourage us to participate in the parade. So we used to, the whole, the whole school used to be in the ground and 50% of the people would be involved in the ceremony somehow or the other, but other 50 will be just bunking the classes or sitting in the ground in the sun, doing nothing, see chilling and <laughs> But then to be involved in that, in that parade and to give the whole anchoring that was one among the best moments of my life. And I remember we used to get Kurkure, five rupee kurkure, five rupee kurde, <laughs> one laddu, and one uh, pastry <laughs> in a dabba. That used to be our thing, ki dabba lena hai. <laughs> Bas. And the uh, best part that, because I, I changed so many schools, different schools had different uh, ways of celebrating the Republic Day. So, because my father has a transfer, he's an army, so we get transfers every two, three years. So uh, in where I am right now, in Dhanapur, Patna, uh, we used to have Prabhat Ferry. Uh, it was something like the whole school, along with the teachers, we would uh, circle the school. Because, mm-hmm. not really circle, but then we'll go around the school in mm-hmm. lines, much like a contingent but not that disciplined. <laughs> Simply roam around and we'll shout Bharat Mata Ki Jai and Bande Mataram and Happy Republic Day, uh, Long Live Our Republic, things like that. And 
in that we used to have, we used to have competition ki kaun zyada zor se chillata hai in between classes yeah. <laughs> and you'd have you used to have placards written ki happy republic day and things like that so the whole republic day thing was something that we used to wait for it was mm-hmm. something out of the normal normalcy for us so, yeah <laughs> you know so much of it comes from being an army kid and mm-hmm. going to army school culture for an assignment so we had an assignment on corona and then we had one assignment on republic day as well ma'am simply asked us to watch the uh, watch all the tableaus that were coming out the all the contingents and everything and to write a few sentences on each tableau what is what are they representing how is that related to the culture of that state or that union territory everything like that and in the next class she she was to ask us about that so mm-hmm. in the next class she asked us did we see what did we notice no one responded mom was like why why are you not responding did you not see <laughs> there was one student who said he didn't see because the tractor rally was much more interesting <laughs> and now and now why why didn't you see i asked i gave you an assignment on that and then he said that but the tractor rally like the republic day parade happens every year tractor rally was the new thing so he was much interested into watching the tractor rally and so did all of us and then we talked about tractor rally we skipped talking about republic day parade just a bit on that but mostly on the tractor rally so from that i got this idea of talking about it in this podcast so uh, how how do you see the two parades republic day parade and the tractor parade if i can say so yeah i think so where a lot of things were going before the tractor rally right news like reports were coming that okay there would be another parallel rally that would go that would come to delhi like they would march the farmers mm. that are they would march towards delhi during the republic day and i felt uh, and there would and there were a lot of conversations going around in my own peer circles regarding it like how would you see it then again the whole the whole de- debate discussion around what is good what is bad is it correct it is not correct they shouldn't be doing they should be doing it's about their rights again why are they doing in this particular day and i think there's mm-hmm. so many of these conversations come into play right whenever there is an another and i think so i would like to call it the social movement that's going around in our country for a very farmers movement is going around in the country for a long time so i think so one of the things that i saw was like okay this would be a good point of coming in of their voices being amplified mm. so this would make the country pause and notice not just the government not just the particular states which is concerned but i think so a larger part of the country you know because again and like as you said your friend who didn't watch the republic day parade but ended up watching the tractor rally the whole class basically a lot of news channels 
just no so many of the news channels just showed the republic day parade mm-hmm. and i think so there was a couple that highlighted the difference between them in one of the halves they split the screen half the screen we have this whole organized perfect the tea parade that's happening organized by the government and on the other there's these farmers on tractors shouting slogans or sitting there and coming towards delhi i think so that's a big and it's not or it is organized but it's not organized in this way that the state coordinated organized, coordinated in that sense like they had their own voice and i think so i loved the whole again before even i say anything about it i think so we should be careful in talking about social movements per se mm. and i it's just like a flagging point right because we tend to romanticize a lot of these things and i think so we have to be careful of not romanticizing it per se like this is not a romantic mm-hmm. moment for people to view it and say wow this is so great but to keep in mind okay this is so great but what were the causes that led it to this right so we have to be careful again i think so when these conversations around social movements and again when we try to compare and contrast the two movements all together in the class we were talking about it in terms of benedict anderson's uh, essay and uh, parth chatterjee parth chatterjee's lecture on relativist view of indian nation uh, where we talked about how the republic day parade is a representation of the nation state and the people the uh, tractor rally was about the people nation uh i think we need to explain here these two terms in modern context particularly from the uh, 1970s and 1950s i should say after in after the more post modern we don't use the word nation simply because uh, when we talk about nation it is something that has to that has a cultural and a community affair something that has to do with common identity between people basically if you talk about our nation india uh, our country india earlier we we were simply either marathas or we were bengalis we were not connected as together because we belong to a certain territory but then with mm-hmm. the rise of nationalism the whole idea of being uh, sharing a community of being sharing a territory came together as we being indians we india being a nation but that was just related to having a certain cultural commons i should say but then we were still indian nation but british state we were ruled by the britishers but then when we started asking for sovereignty and we became a sovereign we became a state and that is how we coined the term nation state nation in terms of sharing a certain identity a common identity and state in terms of being the sovereign power so nation state is nation which has which rules itself people but then when we come to people nation uh it the, the parth chatterjee's lecture is a really great one i'll link it in the description if people want to see it they can see it uh it basically talks about how india is not sick, singular but it is a federation of different nations in terms of different people sharing different communities having their own idea of what india is so we talk about how bengal in bengali 
the idea of india is bharat mata a feminine idea of india but then in maratha maharashtra we have uh, uh, shivaji as the we have fatherland or the idea of man as the nation basically aligned with uh, shivaji's idea maratha idea of nation is more like a hindutva idea basically patha chatterjee's elaborate on elaborates on all these different uh, he he talks about punjab he talks about assam tamil uh, tamil nadu and various other states and how their idea of nation differs from the nation state that is the singular idea of nation the totalitarian idea of nation if we can say so so it is here that we see that different people have their own idea of nation and that is what we call people nation in the republic day parade and tractor rally republic day parade was a state sponsored event and seriously i was amazed when i saw there there was a report which said that in 2014 we spent more than like the state spent more than 330 crores on a single republic day celebration and of course it would have increased by 2021 but then it was shocking to me 330 on a single day <laughs> crore that too but yeah that was a nation sponsored program or uh, where all the ideas of the tableaus and the contingents aligned with nation's idea of uh, the state's idea of the nation many times we don't recognize ourselves with that but the tractor rally was a representation of people nation where they are talking about the things in contemporary india that are problem of the people and how they want to represent themselves in the foreground and i think so nisha you brought like an important distinction between like the nation state and the people nation i think so while i haven't um, i've gone through benedict anderson's book of the imagined com- imagined communities but not father jatiji's lecture but what, from what you said i think so it becomes really important to understand these concepts right because of the heterogeneity that we exist in like there is no singular nation that i look at the way you mm. must you sitting in a particular state the way you view because of your socio cultural uh, economic um, political backgrounds and leanings the nation it's completely different from how i would view it according to my own socio cultural context and experiences that my community might have faced right and i think it becomes very important to view it in that sense and also the fact that you just emphasized on people nation i think so what the farmers and the tractor rally is basically about people i think so again again chatting uh, uh, on a very thin line between the speech how it's been curtailed in our country right now i think so it gives hope the farmers movement is a hope that people's voices will not be suppressed i think so that is what democracy is all about right it's about the people it's not about the state it's not supposed to be about the state it's about the people and i think so they are the embodiment of what democracy is i think so that yes. is one of the most yeah i was just going through the word republic and i it has a latin origin where 
Repub republic basically means pub people thing, public thing, something that is people. But then I saw how slowly and slowly our whole Republic Day has transformed into state, basically. Republic Day is the day when we became a state. From being a nation, we became a state. But then it was mostly, it has to be people about public, the public. But then through and through years, we, I saw that when Rajin in 50, we had our first Republic Day celebration. It, it didn't have to do uh, much with military power and all these tablets. There was no tableau that time. But then slowly and slowly, the Republic Day became something. It, it became very uh, doctrined, if I can say so. And uh, uh, everything that happened in the Republic Day was very well written. Anapura planned, basically. Something that is not people. People are random. People are, you know, people are lively and but but the republic day became so much of so much about discipline and organization and coordination that it became almost like machinery and mm -hmm. that is when yeah. we lost the connect between people and nation and we simply became a state and uh, if we talk about simply how we use the republic day to show our military might yes exactly. i that has to do with fostering the nationalist feeling, but then it also has to show the neighbors. We are ready to wage a war, basically. We are saying we have all the might that is necessary and we are ready to wage a war. That has to do with the military, but when it comes to the tableaus, the tableaus are concrete. They are 3D models. Uh, most of them don't have much of motion. And the motion is there only by the people who surround it, who dance or the people who are on the tableau and they do something. But then their motions are also repetitive. Mm -hmm. ko bar -bar kar rahe till the time they cross the whole Rajpur. So their motions are not really motions. It is mm -hmm. more like machine and, and there too, we don't see people there. So I, I think that the tableaus are a fixation or of something that is of a freezed moment that has no life in it. It is basically a fixed, privileged and hegemonic uh, cultural representation. It definitely does have. And... Uh... Some particular states did bring up tableaus of some particular uh, temples, yeah. which was already controversy. And it does send a message, right? Tableaus are representation of a state. So when a tableau is coming with, when the float is coming with particular temples that's been in the news for the longest period of time, it does send a message to a particular community that what's happening. Right, and I think so what you are saying is exactly that. It becomes like a repetitive motion as well as very, very hegemonic in that sense. Like trying to emphasize not on the heterogeneity of that state, but then yeah, it does send some particular messages. And I do agree with it, so yeah. And, and many times we see, like I was reading the bulletin of what rules and regulations of how the tableaus can be to various, to all the other states and the ministries for their participation. Constantly they use the word authentic, that the tableau should be authentic to the, uh, to the union territory or the state it is representing. And 
I was just wondering what did the word authentic mean here? Because many times the kind of people who are on the tableaus or around the tableaus are not people whom we really see in a society. Which we don't normally wear. How is that authentic? <laughs> but then I, I realized that the authentic hair means authoritative or something that has to do with verified or something that can be that cannot be questioned. Mm-hmm. And and thus an identity that has been hegemonized in people. Exactly as Mm -hmm. this is what this state means. So, you are again reinforcing that idea, which already hegemonized and then you are again reinforcing it, but then you don't really see it in in practicality, in real life. We have Uh, a certain depiction, yeah, yeah. Like tableaus are a certain depiction of a certain, like what you said, just repeating. Right, it's a certain <laughs> depiction of a certain community. So if West Bengal comes, like brings in a tableau for supposing, it's not going to show the Nepali people who have a huge population in mm. North Bengal. Mm. Show the lecture type, right? Because Bengal would be completely associated with the Bengali ethnic, social, cultural, linguistic group, right? So I think so. It again, yeah. What you try, what you are saying is that the tableau, the tableau refies the whole idea of our state. So what that state is, and the the stereotyped image of the state. And I'm not saying that showing your culture is wrong or bad. Mm-hmm. That is not what we are talking about, right, Nisha? Just to be clear <laughs> to the people who might be listening to this, we are not saying it's wrong or bad. We are just seeing. We are just saying it's that sometimes even in tableaus, what becomes reified is the whole idea of the homogenization. There's a homogenization of the state that is being reified again and again with every parade. That the minority communities, that the minority groups will never be a representation within the tableau itself. Mm-hmm. It will always be the dominant group. And I think so right now in our country, we need to question these practices. Especially now when, so because it sends a message to the larger group. We, everyone who is aware knows of the environment that our country right now is dealing with, right? We are not living in a pond or we are not living in a bubble without no political processes taking taking place at all. And I think so when we are talking about these issues, a lot of movements happening around because very important for the states to send in messages or like how you represent because symbolism does play a large, large, large part in how the state functions or how the nation state functions. Because they grasp the attention of the people through those particular symbolisms, where symbolism now becomes more important in the people itself. Yeah, yeah. So, we were just elaborating on what we see in Republic Day. Now, if you contrast it with the Tractor Rally, that would be a better study. Mm-hmm. Because in Tractor Rally, you see there were women there were men, there were people of all socioeconomic background on the tractors doing all sorts of things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you see the diversity here in comparison to the Republic Day Parade, which was highly mechanical and highly stereotypical, hegemonized. The tractor rally is basically to me in a statement against this uh, freezed idea of nation and state. 
the tractor rally is the lively energetic contemporary idea of nation where they are talking about things that matter to them at this particular time and period and that was really interesting to note and 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 if we see the motion too the motion here was not organized mechanized it was the general flow of things happening and though we talk about we'll talk about the violence that erupted but if if we simply talk about how the whole idea of it it is basically something that we never really saw in our nation i think the one of the main as you said right about the image that comes from the media of how the tractor rally was being and i think so what it shows us was the diversity of our country and is in contrary to the mecha- mechanization that the state wants us to go in a particular direction the randomness of it of how the people were walking the freedom in mm-hmm. how some were sitting on the tractor some were sitting some were doing something else and the diversity that it represented was something of a larger scale right and then the whole idea that they were doing it not for themselves or to show that how for their rights for their own rights for particular aim that they had the movement had i think so that becomes very very crucial for us to actually appreciate what they were trying to do out there and then again understand how it stands against the republic day parade altogether it is in contrast to the republic day we cannot like there is no similarity between the republic day parade at all with what this was purely done whereas you you did state quote the numbers about the expenses that it's done the expenses mm-hmm. of the republic day parade of the tax payers money and on the other hand the structural rally is what is our country made up of it's made up of the farmers we survive because of the farmers and i think so it becomes a very strong symbol when we talk about jai jawan jai kisan and i think so i think one was about jai jawan <laughs> and other one was about jai kisan the one who feed us right the one who feed the whole nation <laughs> that was very right. <laughs> that was so nice nicely put republic day was about jawan and this was about kisan yeah and um basically this is what the 26th january was important for the tractor rally has had to happen on the 26th january because it has to stand in contrast to the state sponsored republic day parade has it been any other day i don't think it would have had that much of an impact that it had being on 26th january okay now coming to why the tractors i think so a lot of about the sequence of the events what happened what didn't happen i think so that i don't want to elaborate on that because there are again a lot of a lot there are so many parts of a whole story right and mm-hmm. i cannot just give important part of the story while ignoring the other despite me wanting despite me knowing that certain parts might be totally not correct at all might be false just to give this liber this podcast and i'm not saying that we are taking a pol- apolitical stand out here as well i think anisha and i we are not taking apolitical stand as well because right now it's not the time to become that as well i think it's it would be very incorrect and very very cushioned and privileged of us not to talk about it and to give our voice to lend our voices to things that actually matter but i think so 
not we shouldn't be going into the details of what happened what occurred what didn't occur i think so there is plenty of resources we will link all the i think so we should link all the resources that there is there is a podcast by this uh, indian express around it there are newspaper articles around it and i think so they should give a clear idea of what they have in front of them like choosing to believe a story and i think so we also need to be very critical of what we try to see right because there is one part of the media that's to show us other images of what the tractor rally is about it was about the violence that was created the ruckus mm. created by the farmers while on the other hand it was about the police violence right now i'm not saying that now how is now when we talk about violence per se i think so i was reading this particular book by paulo ferrere and it's called pedagogy of the oppressed and i think so i want to quote what he says in the book just to give the listeners a bit of background when we talk about violence and to understand it in a contextual sense like when violence happens and when there is a power dynamic in who is who is doing that violence against whom and i think so the power dynamics are very clear for the viewers until and unless you want to ignore those power dynamics that's another question <laughs> so it's on page number 29 so just this is the book pedagogy of the oppressed from which i'm reading from so never in history has violence been initiated by the oppressed never in history has violence been initiated by the oppressed how could they be the initiators if they themselves are the result of violence how could they be the sponsors of something whose objective inauguration called forth their existence as oppressed there would be no oppressed had there been no prior situation of violence to establish the subjugation i think so this line there would be no oppressed had there been no prior situation of violence to establish their subjugation violence is initiated by those who oppress who exploit who fail to recognize others as persons not by those who are oppressed exploited and un- unrecognized it is not the unloved who initiate this affection but those who cannot love because they love only themselves it is not the helpless subject to terror who initiate terror but the violent who with their power create the concrete situation which begets the rejects of life it is not the tyrannized who initiate despotism but the tyrant it is not the despised who initiate hatred but those who despise despise it is not those who whose humanity is denied them who negate humankind but those who denied that humanity so that is one verse that really really touched my heart and i was reading it during the rally and apparently this was what was the news was showing what was happening all around and when i came across this verse i think it really reverberated with what is actually happening right now that there was some situation of violence there were situation of oppression subjugation that is why the whole tractor rally happened it was not out of nowhere so the reasons were created certain reasons certain environment certain laws were created for those farmers to take this step where they've abandoned their homes where they've come far from their homes sitting in those chilly winters throughout so many home states protesting in those borders and right now and and walking on walking or like sitting on the tractors and coming to the city right i think so there was some situation that was being created for these things to happen and i think so just to 
speak in terms of a very very narrow idea of just the violence of just that moment the momentary violence that took place so i think so that would be wrong of us to judge a movement or for people to prejudice stereotype any movement without understanding what were the situations what were the laws that were created without understanding their pains without understanding how the state the government has created situations the environment of oppression for them for them to take that step we have never seen farmers doing this to this extent right like yeah have seen farmers now this would be completely wrong we have seen multiple times how the farmers have protested time and again but their voices have never been heard on a national scale and especially mm-hmm. only we will see or just a quick quick google search of farmers protest around india will give you various images of, of farmers from south india coming where they have put mice in their in their mouths to protest against certain laws for them to reject because of the injustices that happened to them or the longest a long very long march that happened in maharashtra where they walked miles and miles to protest against again the injustices i think it would be very wrong to say that this was only the movement but i think so what this is get, getting is the international media's attention it is getting people from different corners of the country that were unaware of what was happening and especially when this is happening in such a massive scale for such a long time now i think so it's very important for us to understand and not see it through a very narrow vision of just the violence someone just the violence that shouldn't be just our focus i think so it would be very wrong and it unjust of us to look at it in that way and to contextualize the whole movement of why it happened all together i think so that is very important for us to understand and for the listeners to know what is and not to bring a very narrow point of view to what the violence is about yeah about uh, the the strong powerful words that you read there was this line that i heard which martin luther king spoke uh, in response to a riot that erupted in usa black people were rioting in usa and in response to this he says he he condemns riot he says violence is wrong everything that Martin Luther King stands for but then he does say that these situations are created constructed in USA such that the black people are forced to 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 adopt violence and to choose to be violent violence is not a natural state he said and i quote right is the language of the unheard and mm-hmm. this this is so well put in a current context they have been sitting for months now and still if the center if the state chooses to unsee and unhear these people what other choice to are like are we leaving them with and and i i see that in democracy we have a very idealized image of a protester mm-hmm. the protester is already in some way on the lower grounds because he is the one protesting against someone who is mm-hmm. in status quo uh, and but we expect him to behave a certain way to be non violent to listen to what people are saying to listen mm-hmm. to what authorities are saying we put them on a pedestal of how they should be by romanticizing the whole idea so mm-hmm. we have 
our own history of satyagrahs and all and we compare them with that ki unhone aisa kiya tha you could have also done that how can you be so and that everything has a everything puts the pressure on the protester not on the authorities and this is where we see how the hierarchies are created and how they are more and more reinforced and so all winters in delhi has they have had like protests continuously right and i think so i'm trying to say is this whatever the whole conversation is lo- located in certain political context mm-hmm. that is the reason why people are protesting we it's women protesting for uh, extension of hostel day uh, of hostel deadlines to protesting for or against certain laws need the trans act need the citizenship amendment act need the farmers laws right i think so there has been continuous protest against certain laws in our country and we have to understand like what has made people go to a certain extent and we need to take a stand we need to understand these things and not be blinded by what the state is showing us like we cannot that is not how democracy works and that is not how we as humans have to understand we cannot just see one narrative and paint a picture out of it i think so what basically we are trying to do is just problematize the idea for people in their heads that okay this is what it is so you need to problematize a lot of things like the state is painting this beautiful picture of the how the farmer will profit from it and mm. so if you are giving into it without thinking about okay the farmer the state is presenting this now when the state is presenting it in such a pretty picture of how the protest will look at and thinking the contrary that okay they are p- painting this pretty pretty picture of the farmer and but the farmer is there in conditions where the farmer themselves are protesting against this particular picture that's been painted mm. so whose voice do we give importance but i think so we spoke a lot about a lot of issues for people to actually think and ponder upon i think so what we are pushing to do then is not say okay what mm. i am saying is absolutely correct what you are saying is absolutely true and you just hear what i am saying we are not doing that mm. we are we are allowing them to think in terms of other ideas right what you said just think a bit differently question it yeah be critical yes just be critical let's not go as herds into one homogeneous thing we are heterogeneous individuals with completely different points of view in life and i think so where we also come like again no because we've studied humanity so we know how these things work we understand because maybe of our own educational background we are able to speak here and i think so what you are doing is just using your platform to make people think in a certain direction okay this is that you believe in look at this compare mm. these two and think clearly now we were talking about why tractor why that why did they have to use the tractor particularly uh, mm-hmm. according to me the tractor stands in contrast to the tank yes wonderful yes 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 again as you said republic day was for the jawans and the tractor rally was for the kisan so jawan has their tanks and so kisans have their tractor and tractor represents productivity 
and it represents growth it represents prosperity whereas tank represents destruction see the tractor a response to the figure of violence or uh, an oppressed reply to the oppressor it symbolizes a certain affluence because not all uh, farmers can afford to own a tractor and also the tractor is their mode of sustenance not just in the fields but on the border as well because they used to sleep inside the tractor so they used to have a canvas or a plastic wrap on the roofs of the tractor and then they used to sit asleep inside at night and so that was their shelter something that they couldn't find on the borders and uh, it is basically much like they brought all their their houses along with them on the borders and they knew they their hope that they will survive there was because they had the tractors with them and so to use it for the rally to say that we are independent enough we do not want your you to provide us with shelter and we will use it but then we want you to listen to us listen to our demands because you are in power and it's your job to actually listen to us yeah so i think that was the importance of tractor anything that you would like to add i think sunisha you like said everything that there is to be said like i think so you from people nation to nation state to the symbolism uh, of the parades the two rallies all together one a parade one a rally even the language that we use that one we are seeing it as a parade a show mm. a rhetoric of the parade that there was and the other was a rally a commonly mm. used term and i think even the language surrounds the parade is different from the language that we used to describe uh, uh, used to describe the rally to the violence that occurred like not going into the nuances of violence but then contextualizing the violence about what is to think more in terms of how whose turn are we talking about and lastly when you talk about again coming back to the symbolism of the tractor right where one of the tractor is a non violent is symbolizes non violence it symbolizes again what you problematize that okay not everyone owns a tractor as well mm. so again the things that you mentioned and again uh, the tank that is representative of the army that's and ta- tank in no way symbolizes vi- non violence mm. or peace i use for destruction so i think so there was a lot of symbolism and i think so to understand the larger body politics i think that is very crucial right now like when we talk about these issues whatever it's not just one instance this just didn't come out of nowhere it wasn't just a one time thing mm-hmm. and it's not that after the 26 everything's been gone back to normal so no things have escalated so many things have happened there has been data given about so many of the farmers dying so i think so what i like at the end of the day is listeners to listen to us not to listen listen to what our podcast is about it's about problematizing our notion and while i hope uh, we have taken a stance to it i hope through your platform we are amplifying whatever is happening around the country and more issues that we need to talk about 
and it's not just one instance of these three laws that's come into play but about a larger politics that's going around our country and maybe the world at large right but in our country perspective that directly affects us and i think so the farmers are the symbol of resistance resistance against whatever is bad they are symbol they symbolize people they symbolize mm. they symbolize everything that's good for me this they are symbolizing everything that's good and for me they are symbolizing the power of the people right now and like so many of others have said that if this now they are going to storm a certain extent if this fails that i don't know whether there will be another social movement that will succeed if this fails yeah exactly the whole hope of our nation continuing to be a re- democratic republic is in this farmers protest according to me but then i think uh, it will be incomplete or else we'll have like people will be putting down in comment sections ki flag ke bare mein baat nahi kiya tum logo ne flag ne baat kiya because i think so the flag has been spoken about and yeah. i think so what they're trying to do is not break farmers rally and make a comparative study we are not doing a compare so we hmm. have compared this but what we are trying to say is we are not doing a comparative study the reason that nisha brought me was just to bring another perspective into it not for me to make a comparative study of each and everything has happened i think so people what we are trying to do is push people to think in a certain direction to think away from what the state what the state what the media is trying to do majority of the media mm. and when we look at small independent media houses that report from the ground i think so it's time for us to give to lend our ears to those type of media houses for us to understand okay we are talking about the flag flag le raha hai nahi le raha hai kya hua nahi hua kaun mara kisne mara and i think so these are the nuances that journalist people do and i'm no journalist and i no journalist to say comment on it but i have i think so we have done enough of what we stand for and enough of the symbolism has already spoken about when now that symbolism of be the flag be it the republic day of the nation has taken more importance than the people and their injustices altogether exactly a uh, flag has been t- uh, talked about a lot we just wanted to talk about things that haven't been talked of so when people have already talked about why farmers shouldn't use 26 january for their protest uh, where they said that 26 january represents our nation and then it represents a certain image of our nation to the international uh, audience or international spectators it was important for us to bring into context why 26 january is so important for the farmers to organize their rally and we talked about the symbolism of tractor which no media houses are talking about flag has been talked <laughs> taken care of by the media a lot yeah. and yeah. it has been used to actually deconstruct the whole rally to, to to put it into a negative picture but yeah let's not go there so to end this whole podcast i think we need to understand that the republic day is not simply a day for us to remember the cons- the, the 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 sovereignty of our nation but to understand yeah. what sovereignty means it means that the people of the nation rule the nation 
the Republic Day isn't simply about military might or the state-sponsored picture of the nation, but it is about the birth of the Republic as a constituent body. It's about the common will of the people and it, it's about a certain spirit of recognition that I think the public symbolizes humanity to me. And so this Republic Day was about resistance. Resistance to hegemony, resistance against oppression and resistance against laws which have not taken account into people's voices from the grassroots. I think so that was Republic Day for me. And that is what the farmers movement will be for me for the longest time without uh, again being careful of not romanticizing any movement i think so that is one of the there is like one of the murky things that we need to care be careful about not romanticizing it but then mm-hmm. to be hopeful about change to be hopeful that things will change with people's power i think that, that gives us this hope the republic day the chapter rally at last was about was about resistance and hope. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Hoping that yeah. Thank you so much for the whole conversation. It was so insightful and I, I really loved talking to you. I could take it for another hour, but then yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I just loved it. I am so happy that you're doing this. So whatever this community that you are creating, and I have watched your videos, previous videos, and it has been lovely, insightful to the readers. And I think so your podcast, whatever you're trying to take this into a new direction, while you are talking about academia and academics per se, the other question, the other conversation is about uh, these political issues, not all political issues, but then you are talking about a variety of issues, right? And being diverse voices. But then everything is political. Yeah, so it's political, exactly. And I think so. I would love anyone who watches this video to comment on what they would want Nisha to do in the next video, like what they want Nisha to talk about, and if they want her to invite me. So please do let me know. I have so many topics planned for you. I have so so many topics planned for you. I want you to speak in all these topics. I'll send you another email. I don't know if if (laughs) this will ever end. (laughs) Thank you so much for (laughs) thank you so much for joining. Uh, uh, To all the to the viewers who are watching this, Nansel has her own site website called the pomelo.co.in. There, 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 they have such great articles. If you start reading them, I don't think you will end like you'd, you'd like to close them, you'd be less likely to close it because the kind of discourses that the website is trying to generate and the kind of things they talk about is something that you won't normally find the mainstream or the mainstream is privileged to me (laughs) but yeah you won't find other people talk about but it is really important for your critical thinking for your personality development according to me because in this day and age if you choose not to read politics and not to involve yourself in politics I don't think you can survive that's not education according to me education demands you to be vocal demands you to be aware of things that are going around you so i would demand you to go check her website the pomelo.co.in i'll put a description i'll put a link to it in the description 
go see it watch it read it and yeah thank you <laughs> thank you for watching this thank you thank you thank you again <laughs> bye bye uh-